All right, y'all. Welcome back here to another episode of the Easy Money Sports Podcast. Of course, myself, Sanders here. And I got my boy Dupree with me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Back at it. Back at man, it. How, how, you, how you living, bro? I'm good, man. I'm good. I can't complain, man. These uh, he boys up here got me got me working. Got me working, so um, we we... We're getting after it. You know how it is. I'm winning workouts and stuff like that. So we're getting after it right now. But I'm all good. What about yourself? Man, right. Same here, bro. Can't complain. You know, it's it's that time, bro. Yeah, they, you know, there's, there's snow time. up here. There's snow up here uh, finally uh, melting a little bit, just a little bit. It's been, it's been warmer. It's been warmer these last couple of days. Hopefully, oh, yeah. Hopefully, I don't jinx nothing, but... Um, it's starting to melt just a little bit, so you know we'll see. I say that, and then I'll get back on on next Thursday, and we'll catch another three, four inches or something like that. So, <laughs> man, yeah, nah, it's, it's been um, shit, it's been getting warmer. It's been getting warmer here too, bro. It's they saying come Saturday, it's supposed to be cold again. It might get a little little dusting again. I'm like, bro, come on. <laughs> Man, as we and as I'm up there with you, I'm supposed to be down here. Like, <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be up here with me, boy. Man, you yeah. Are you right? You right? You know what? I'm gonna I'm take that little dusting. I'm gonna <laughs> yeah, take that little dusting for sure. Yeah. This ain't it. I can tell you that. Oh, man. <laughs> but man, a lot, a lot to get into on this episode, bro. Obviously, the the biggest thing going on right now. Um, the NBA trade deadline, uh, a whole lot of trades went down. Of course, um, the NBA gets a, a whole lot more active, obviously, in, with the, than the NFL does with like far as the trade deadline goes. So, a whole lot of action. But obviously, the biggest one, the biggest splash of them all, which I guess in a way, like it was, it seemed like it was bound to happen. The talks have been. The talks have been talking, it seemed like, for a minute, uh, but just really didn't know if it would go into infuition just because of how much uh, each party was asking for or what they trying to receive and everything like that. But lo and behold, bro, it happened, bro. Uh, Brooklyn and, and Philly make the trade. Um, so, of course, dealing with James Harden and uh, and Ben Simmons, those are the two main focal points there. So, uh James Harden and Paul Millsap goes to the Philadelphia 76ers while the Sixers get Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, and two first-round picks. Bro. <laughs> I don't know about you, but when I first saw this, I was like, at first I was like, okay, it happened finally like it's done like obviously you you know you thinking you thinking Ben Simmons James Harden uh, maybe one first round pick straight up and that that'll be that but the fact that Brooklyn is getting Ben Simmons Seth Curry Andre Drummond and two first round picks like for me bro that had me mind blown and I was like on initial thought firsthand right now I'm like, bro, Brooklyn didn't have to do nothing but give up James Harden, and Philly gave up a lot. Like, if I'm thinking this, bro, I know you probably thinking, what the hell, too? Like, <laughs> uh, what was you thinking, bro? <laughs> so, when when my coworker he read it out. Earlier in the day, um, you know, he you know the trade happened, and he just mentioned, you know, James James Harden, Ben, ben Simmons, um, or whatever. But I'm, I'm you get. I mean, I don't, I don't understand. Like, I, don't, I, I truthfully, I don't, I don't understand what Philly. I didn't think you had to give up all that to get James Harden. Like, if you really had to do all that, I mean. They better win now. Like they better win now. You gave up. You gave up Ben Simmons, who obviously, I mean, it was time for him to go. So that's you know, we all know the story about that. 
but you gave up Seth Curry and you didn't even get a shooter back. You gave them Seth Curry to leave with Joe Harris. Andre Drummond, okay, cool. And then you gave up two first-round picks. Two first-round picks for James Harden and Paul Millsap. You didn't get a shooter back in that trade with Seth Curry. Because basically, if you go down the list, star for star, okay, James Harden for Ben Simmons, that's star for star. Paul Millsap for Seth Curry. To me, that's not an even trade. And then you give him Andre Drummond and two first-round picks. I don't think – there's no way that Brooklyn was asking for all that. I, 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 there's no way I can believe that Brooklyn asked for all of that. And Philly was like, okay, let's do it. I got to believe that maybe the picks, like Philly threw in the picks or like threw in the second. Like their first-round pick this year is gone. This year is gone. And I've seen people say that both teams kind of won. I ain't going to lie. I don't, I don't really agree with that. I don't, I don't either, bro. I don't, I, don't either. See, I don't see how you say that Philly won this trade when as presently constructed, Philly ain't being Brooklyn. Philly ain't still ain't being Milwaukee. So you still, and this in my opinion, you still not beating the top two teams in the East if you're the 76ers. You still not. And then you gave up the first round pick for this year that could potentially help you. Like, I just think they gave up too much. I think they gave up too much. And once again, if you're going to do what they did, in my opinion, you got to be the thought process has got to be we're looking to win a championship within the next, I say the next year, but they got to be talking about within the next two years, this year or next year, then winning the winning the championship. And I don't see that happening because they not I don't see them being either I don't I mean I don't see them being Brooklyn. I don't see them being Milwaukee. I mean I ain't gonna go. I ain't gonna go further than that. Chicago's still gonna be a tough out. Miami is still like a tough out. Like they're gonna. I don't know. We'll see. The combo of James Harden and, and the beat is going to be good, but I don't think it'll be good enough to beat Brooklyn or Milwaukee. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know how far or how deep Philly can go with that now. Don't get me wrong. The way that I mean, the way that Joel Embiid is playing right now, he just need a, a a half of a sidekick. If I mean, if James Harden can be half of what he needs to be, they maybe could do some damage. Uh, just because at that point, it's, it's those two, obviously, and then they still got Tobias Harris. Um, that helps out a lot. I just hate that they had to give up Seth Curry, bro. Like, because now I'm I'm looking at Brooklyn, and I'm like. I'm like, bruh, KD, a healthy KD, whenever he going to get back, if he, you know what I'm saying, a healthy KD, you get a shooter with Seth, you still got Joe Harris there to shoot, um, other guys there that you still got, LaMarcus Aldridge is still there, Blake Griffin is still there, uh, out Joe Harris, the only, I mean, the only thing that still bothers me, obviously, is the Kyrie Irving situation. Yeah, him just basically being a part-time player. Like mm-hmm. if he was, if he was there, like full ago. Oh my God, bro! Like at that point, Brooklyn would be. I mean, that was already still scary with 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 Kyrie, Harden, and KD. But all of that surrounded by that, and then you get Ben to come in too. And at that point, now you're not forcing Ben Simmons. Ain't even got to force himself to to be a shooter because he's going to be surrounded by shooters and scorers. He can still do what he has to do whenever he quote unquote mentally get himself ready, which I don't think that's going to take too much longer Yeah. <laughs> at this point, since, you know what I'm saying? He got what he wanted. James Harden got what he wanted, but I'm right there with you, bro. I don't see how right now they can say that this is, this was even trade or both teams won. I'm looking at it, bro. 
I'm talking about for me, Brooklyn won it by a landslide, like 75, 25 for me, because just because it's just kind of like they didn't really have they didn't have to give up anything but uh, Agent Paul Millsap and James Harden. They didn't have to give up nothing else. And it's like Philly just them two first round picks for me is just like, bruh. They really gave Brooklyn two first round picks. I, I didn't think they had to give them two. So I don't know what it was. I don't know what it was. So I'm right there with you, but I don't I don't think Brooklyn sat there and said, we need this, 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 and this. And Philly was like, okay, cool. I I don't know. Now unless unless you know what I'm saying, Daryl Morley was just like, I really just want James Harden back with me that bad. <laughs> I, I I don't see how they just gave up all that and not, like, trip out about it. But, man, if it's going to be like that, like you said, with Philly, bro, they gonna they better make a run and they better upset some teams in the playoffs, bro, because, I mean, it ain't going to be easy. Like you said, I mean, you know, you're talking about Milwaukee. That's still champs. If, like I said, if Brooklyn, to get it, if Brooklyn can get it together and figure out what, what Kyrie going to do, that's, that's something. I mean, we can't forget about Miami right now. They they ball in Chicago. I mean, you know, it's them ain't them ain't gimmies that they that they got right there. So if Philly gonna do something, they need to go ahead, like you said, they need to go ahead and do it now. Uh, and it better be worth it because that's that's a lot that they gave up just to yeah. get James Harden. Essentially, like I know they got Paul Mills out there too, but that's a lot that they gave up just to get James Harden, bro. Yeah, and like and. Like in what in what aspect did 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 Philly win get a W or win this trade? That's, like that's what I'm saying, like, bro. I don't I don't present, see it in the, in the present. I don't see it because I don't see them coming out of the East to compete for a championship because you just helped you just helped Brooklyn buffer and Milwaukee ain't changed yet. And then in the future, what is that set up for you to win? Let's like James Harden ain't the youngest dude running around in the NBA. James Harden is probably what thirty, what two, thirty three, something like that. I believe, I believe so. Yeah, you see what I'm saying. So he, let's say he's thirty three. He's thirty three. He's got a little extra, little you know, a little weight on him or whatever, but. He's 33 with a little extra weight. He's dealt with different injuries. He's dealt with hamstring injuries, which those are tricky. Those can be tricky and everything. So, and you got Paul Millsap. Paul Millsap is on his last legs. So, you didn't win it in the present, in the now, with this trade. And you didn't win it in the future. So, where did you win? Like, where did you... Where was the W picked up? I, that's, I don't understand that. Um, but, yeah, I'm with you, man. I just think they, they gave up a little bit too much. Hope, I mean, if it works out, it works out. You know, and it's all good. It's cool. But we'll just have to see. I just know. I know what Brooklyn looks like right now. And Brooklyn is going to be tough to beat. Brooklyn is going to be tough. They were already going to be tough to beat. They're going to be tougher now. Facts. And I mean, and then continue on to continue on here with more uh trade airline news. Um uh Philadelphia and, and Brooklyn ain't the only team out in the East uh, who's uh made made some moves too. Milwaukee even made a Milwaukee even made a move themselves, um a part of a a four team trade. Uh, between the Bucks, the Clippers, the Kings, and the Pistons, um, the Bucks pick up Serge Ibaka, uh, which that's that's big right there. Mm-hmm. Um, Marvin Bagley moves from the Kings to Detroit, and um, Dante DiVincenzo um, goes to Sacramento as well. Um, and then the the uh, Josh Jackson and Trey Lyles they go to um, Sacramento too. Uh, and the Bucks send a couple more players, Rodney Hood, um, Simeon Olajay to the Clippers. Um, but obviously the big move right there, the fact that uh, 
<laughs> Milwaukee gets another another big right there and, and gets Serge Ibaka. That's um, that's a big splash move right there. Um, how does that improve them, especially? I mean, defensively, with that ugh, they already got a big wingspan of defenders themselves already, and then they get another one in Ibaka. Yeah, I mean, I think you just said it. You know, right there is defensively. You talk about that. I mean, not even just their front court, but I mean from from Middleton back. I mean, even Drew Holiday, but just from a length perspective, Middleton, Giannis, like um, Lopez, all these dudes, man, like they are that like that's what gave the Suns problems in the final. They was just long and athletic, and they played defense. And now you, I mean. His nickname was Sergi Blocker. It was Sergi Blocker. So he can play defense. And they're not going to ask him to play 25 to 33 minutes a game. Like, they're not going to ask, like, he's not going to be out there for 30 plus minutes a game, 35 plus minutes a game. He's not going to do that. Come in, do your thing, be in spurts and everything like that, make your plays. And he's going he's gonna to help them. I mean, He's just going to help buffer that defense. And, I mean, they're going to need it now with where Brooklyn did. They'll need it. Um, because I think, like you said, what you mentioned about Ben Simmons, he's now in the situation where he doesn't have to worry about being a, a scorer. He doesn't have to worry about going to shoot the basketball. He can go and be a defender and be a distributor like he wants to like he wants to be. And what he's gifted at, being a passer and defending. Um, so they're going to need extra guys to kind of help buffer that that um that defense especially around the rim so i think this the the trade for him definitely helps um milwaukee they'll see an immediate um impact i i believe there'll be an immediate impact with with Serge Ibaka joining yeah and then uh and other trade news uh another big name got moved out too uh, so dallas moved christos porzingis um to the to the wizards in washington um and the mavericks picks up pick up spencer dewitty and um davis bartons um and then also washington not, yeah washington sent montrez harrell to charlotte um and a whole lot of other moving pieces there um so obviously the Mavericks moving on from having Porzingis and Luca together. Um, so they cut ties with that. Obviously that didn't work out as much as they wanted to because they made that trade a couple years back um, with New York to get Porzingis down to come to Dallas. I mean, you know, a couple of playoff, playoff appearances uh, just didn't work out. And now obviously Washington um, doing whatever they want to do. There's no Bradley Beal right now. So, just obviously moving pieces. So, and then we also know about uh, Portland and CJ McCullum going down to New Orleans. Um, so, a couple of duos, eras is over with. Um, how do you feel about what Dallas is doing, what Portland is going, doing, or going to do, um, and how are both of these teams looking uh, prospectively? Obviously, it looks like Portland is in rebuild mode or I don't want to say the T word, but that's what it's looking. That's what it's looking like for them. And then obviously Dallas is just centering around and focusing themselves, obviously just around Luca and maybe getting some more people around him now. Yeah. For Dallas, man, I just think they finally came out and acknowledged that it just wasn't working. Um, Chris Stapps, he's been dealing with different injuries. Um, they haven't been able to make it, uh, make a deep run in the playoffs. If I'm not mistaken, I don't think they've made it out of the first round. If I'm not mistaken, I don't think, I don't think they, they have made it out of the first round with that, with those two together, Luca and, and Porzingis together. Um, he's missed just recently. He missed the past five games. Um, he's been sidelined 21 out of the last 55 games of the season. Uh, he had a positive COVID test and everything, so that sideline them as well so um i think that they was just like okay let's let's find let's find something we can move on and try to figure something out i'm gonna try to get chris Stapps moved on um side note 
uh, Bradley Bill, it's time for you to get out of Washington. It's time for you to go. We, you gotta, you, you too good. <laughs> too good. It's time for you to get up out of Washington, man. You gotta find somewhere to go. I don't know when, when it's your time to be, you know, to, whenever you can opt in, opt out of your, you know, your contract, you know, and everything, but it's time, it's time to, it's time to go. All right. Anyway, Portland, same thing. Dame Dollar, time to slide, bro. Time to slide. They, they talking this thing up. They, they chopping it up. I think, I don't really go as far as say they tanking. I know you didn't say the word I said. They ain't tanking, but it's definitely a rebuild. It's definitely a rebuild. And with them getting away CJ McCollum, I think that definitely lets you know where that thought process is. Um, and Dame, you haven't been really, you haven't been healthy this year. You haven't been able to play for real. Portland has been struggling, and I know that you want to be, you want to be loyal and everything. And I, I mean, I appreciate that. I appreciate that for somebody who um, calls themselves a loyal fan who sticks by their squad, someone that um, I believe to be, you know, I believe I'm a pretty loyal guy in that respect and everything like that. Um, I appreciate it. But you ain't getting younger, big dog. You're not getting younger. And it's time for you to go somewhere where you can start competing for championships. I think the best year they had the opportunity to, to – Really made some noise, made the uh, make the finals. Was was that a couple years ago? Who they was it the Lakers when they played the uh, Lakers? No, no, no. I think I think uh, the year was before it? that. I think I think it was I think it was Golden State still. It was some yeah. It was somebody they played. And they had all the injuries in the front court and everything. Yeah, um, and Portland made that push. That's back when Carmelo was still on the was still in Portland. Um, I think that was their best shot at getting to the finals, and it just hasn't worked out since. Um, so I think that right there, them getting rid of McCullough, man. If I'm Dane, I got to I gotta get out. I got to get out. I got to find somewhere where I can go compete for a championship right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nah, for sure. It's it's either if, – if I'm Damian Lillard, bro, I'm – I'm on the phone. I'm telling them, hey, y'all need to figure something out to where y'all can somehow, some way get me some people here to come to Portland or I'm out of there. Because I tried long enough, you know, so I've done my part. It, you know, it's almost kind of like what what Russell Westbrook was going through with, with OKC. It's like, look, man, I, I, I've I've been here. I've done all I've, I've can, you know. But this isn't going anywhere. Let's uh, let's do something, and everything like that. Uh, speaking of Russell Westbrook, um, there was a report actually that came out that the Rockets offered John Wall for Russell Westbrook straight up in a trade, um, but the Lakers declined it. Um, so obviously, the Lakers was one of the teams who we thought might try to make some moves um during the trade deadline but they stayed put no moves is made um are you surprised that they didn't try to do anything as much as they're really i guess by some people standards underachieving um to what they could be doing or should be doing um or is it just the fact that nobody wanted to take on that contract how could they really do it besides probably houston anyway uh, since they had him there, but it wasn't like there was anything was anything else that they could really even do, and they just got to deal with what they got to deal with right now, or did they just they kind of just being lame right now and didn't even try to attempt to make a move besides that from what we're saying this reported move of trying to the, them being offered John Walton but but declining the offer. I'm not surprised that they declined it. John Wall doesn't help. At the end of the day, man, the Lakers need shooters. 
They need shooters and they need people that to defend. The way their roster is presently constructed, I believe that John Wall wouldn't help them because for what is worth, Russ and John Wall essentially have the same game. They essentially have the same style of game. So that really doesn't and John Wall hasn't played. So um, I think that if they were going to make a move, it would be for a shooter, a 3 and D type of player, type of guy. And if they couldn't get that, then it really wasn't. Um, uh, to me, it really wasn't point in making the move. Um, I think the Lakers are bad. I think they're underachieving, um, but also... I don't give. I don't put. I don't want to go too far down this road. I don't. I don't think that Russ is the sole problem with the Lakers. I, obviously, he's not helping, but he ain't the issue. The way the roster is constructed is the issue. The fact that there are no shooters on this roster—that's the issue. So, if they can't get a shooter, a three and D type of guy, to me, what's the what's the point? And I'm just trading. I'm just trading names for names. I'm just trading one name for another name at that point. So, yeah, I, I, I don't. I guess it's just you get so used to which that's. I don't know if that's just us or I don't want to say us just like me and you, but just us in general as people who follow the game and everything like that. I don't know if it's that we got so spoiled to where. When something happens like this on a LeBron-led team to where they're struggling and they get to that point of the season, you just feel like, all right, a move is about to be made. Somebody is about to get traded. We about to do this. We about to do that. And it's just the fact that, you know, nothing really happened. Everybody stayed put. Um, Just probably threw, I don't want to say threw everybody off, but for sure, a lot of people wondering, like, man, did they were they gonna do anything? You know, are they gonna do something? Um, talks is that probably the the word is now that they're probably gonna try to look look towards the 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 uh, the uh, the buyout way, try to see if they can get somebody to buy out or anything like that. If they're gonna make any type of moves, if not, who knows? I mean, this team it, it is what it is. They they are what they are, bro. They are in average slash below average team. That's what. That's what they record say, so it, it, it is what it is. Um, I didn't expect much out of it anyway from them just because of how the roster was constructed. Like you said, bro, the thing that they're missing that they, they don't have it on their squad, brother, or it isn't consistent enough anymore. Um, they I mean, they do got some guys that could be 3 and D, but it's just not consistent enough. And then when you're one of your top guys is always hurt, um, one has to carry the load, and then the other guy who you thought would be the top guy is just um I don't even want to use the word struggling. I don't even know how what to what to call it, but it's almost like going through a career crisis or something the way that we see him Russell Whisper play, bro. It's just it's bad. But I mean, yeah, they they they're they're not a good team, so it, it is what it is. If how can you be better if you're not even good good enough right now yourself to even try to make yourself better when no one is even making themselves available to see if they even had like some real value or some anything to trade on? But it, it is what it is, man. Um, obviously, you know they get ready this weekend to, to finish up these last little rounds of games as they get ready to go into the All Star break. Um, as All Star weekend will be next weekend, so. Um, and they chilling, but another big weekend that's coming up right now that we approaching up on Super Bowl weekend. It's been it's been a, a crazy NFL season. We've had seventeen <laughs> games plus these playoffs, uh, and now it's 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 come down to this, bro. We got the Cincinnati Bengals, the Los Angeles Rams, Super Bowl Fifty Six in LA for the second year in a row. We got. A, a team that's supposedly supposedly that's the host city um hosting the Super Bowl um but technically the Rams are they're deemed as the road team uh but they will be still in the home locker room so um obviously 
when we we look at this in the, in the grand scheme of things, we know that that's a big advantage right now, obviously on paper for the Rams and the fact that nothing really changed for them. Like their routine is the same. Um, meeting skills is probably the same. There's no, they didn't have to do any type of travel, anything like that. Um, I know at the end of the day, the game got to be played, but how important is that, that the fact that things like that, as far as like traveling schedule, things that they do, like being around everybody, um, you know, things of that nature, that nothing really changed for them compared to Cincinnati having to essentially travel cross country uh, in a way, um, touchdown, get used to the the West Coast time zone probably and, and everything like that. How big is that an advantage for the Rams, the fact that they didn't have much turnover on what they had to do as far as preparation-wise during this week or two weeks? Uh, it's definitely a factor. I think that at this point, Cincinnati is – is used to it. Um, it's definitely an advantage, excuse me, for LA, uh, for the Rams. Obviously, being able to just be at home, they can sleep in their own beds and do that type of thing, do their do their regular routine and everything. But Cincinnati, man, they've been, I mean, they've been on the road all playoffs. Um, well, outside of, uh, excuse me, outside of the wild card weekend, I mean, they had the. Had to go to Tennessee, had to go to Kansas City. Um, so I don't think that really affects them too, too much. I think they're kind of used to it. And, I mean, really, they're – I mean, they're playing – I mean, they're the underdog in this in this whole deal. They're the team that's not even supposed to be there. So to them, I'm pretty sure it's like it, it's business as usual, man. It's business as usual. We're not going to take it, you know, make it, make it this big deal of – you know, they get to you know they get to stay at home and this down the third. It is what it is. So I don't think they're taking too much or putting too much stock into you know L.A. being at home at all. Yeah, same same here though. I just you know I know a lot of people definitely is is throwing that out there. They're looking into it. They want to compare this year to last year, um, but you know. That was last year with Tampa and everything like that. Who who really knows, you know, that's why we play the game. <laughs> instead of instead of choosing it, just instead of going with it on paper, that's why we play the game. Uh, obviously, man, a lot of a lot of big matchups in this one individually that you can look at. Um man, you got Jalen Ramsey probably lining up majority of the time, probably gonna follow Jamar Chase. Um not even just that, just the Rams secondary against this wide receiving core for the uh, for the Bengals, uh, who might it seems like right now that they on track they could get uh, the tight end back. I'm drawing a blank on his name right now. It's, uh, Uzama. Uzama, yeah, CJ Uzama yeah. Uh, from what it's looking like he might be back. So that's even bigger for the the Bengals. Um, obviously. The Rams defensive line with Aaron Donald against the Bengals offensive line, who they had a pretty good game against Kansas City, but everybody knows about the nine-sack game against Tennessee and just how much Joe Burrow has been getting hit this year. Wonder how that's going to go. And then even on the other side, I mean, man, uh, Trey Hendricks, uh, Hendrickson um, going up against the, the Rams offensive line and making sure that Matt Stafford gets upright, stay upright. I mean, a lot of a lot of different matchups in this one, bro. Which matchups, which matchup or matchups, uh, that you are like can't wait for it to happen and ready to see. In the words of T.O., got your popcorn ready for. Yeah, obviously the 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 one that sticks out first is Ramsey and and Chase. I want to see what that looks like because. Joe Burrow is going to throw Jamar Chase the football. He's not going to shy away from throwing at Jalen Ramsey at all. And I know Jamar Chase is going to throw me the ball. Throw me the ball. But 
to me, it's we know the receivers. We know Cooper Cup. We know Jamar Chase. Where are the other guys are going to show up for both teams because they're going to, these defenses are going to try to find a way to take away or maybe not take away. You might not be able to take them away, but minimize the damage that those two guys can have, the damage that Jamar Chase and Cooper Cup can inflict. So, what type of game does Van Jefferson, Odell Beckham Jr., what type of game does Tyler Boyd and, and T. Higgins, what do they do? What type of games do they have? Because a lot of the focus is going to be on those two main guys. I'm interested to see what both defenses do for that. And the other one for me, man, people aren't really talking about it. Everybody's talking about the Rams defense. Uh, talking about Aaron Donald and, you know, Von Miller, you know, Leonard Floyd, and obviously Jalen Ramsey. But I need people to remember this Cincinnati Bengals defense in the divisional round stuffed a Derrick Henry rushing attack. Now, I don't believe Derrick Henry was 100%, but the big buzz was that Derrick Henry is coming back. And they stuffed him and held Tennessee to 16 points and won a game after the quarterback got sacked nine times. Then turned around and went to Kansas City, who was the favorite by a lot of people to come out of the AFC, went into Arrowhead, got into an overtime situation, and essentially won the game for them by uh, catching the interception. Held that offense only three points in the second half. This Bengals defense has been playing very good football at the right time. And I don't think a lot of people are talking about their defense and what they've been able to do. So I'm interested in that the, the matchup between the Rams offense and the Bengals defense because I'm going to tell you something right now. I think a lot of people are sleeping on them. And I would not be surprised if they show up and show out on Sunday at all. I think the, the Bengals defense is coming to play for real. But those are the two. Those are the two matchups. The second, those those second and third receivers to see what they do versus these respective defenses. And then just the Bengals defense versus the Rams offense in general. The 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 the, the matches that you named, those are the ones that, I mean, those are more, everybody's looking for those. Everybody's looking for those. But the two that I named are, are the ones I'm, I'm more so looking forward to. For me, um, I'm actually, I'm looking at another position offensively. Um, it's the It's both the tight ends and the running backs. Um, we we know what Joe Mixon, uh, we know what Joe Mixon means to the to the Bengals offense, um, and sometimes he I feel like he gets he gets his just due, but then sometimes I feel like he don't get it enough. Like everybody thinks about the offensive firepower that they have with the receiving core and Joe Burrow, but like Joe Mixon makes them click too. I think with with no Joe Mixon. There in the in the fold, like it's something that's missing. And then the same thing with Uzama. Like there was definitely a difference there when he was hurt and he was out um, for the Bengals. It seemed like it was just at first, you know, it seemed like it was something missing there as far as their aerial attack that they could have, their passing attack that they could have with there. Because like, he's definitely their most gifted and most athletic tight end that they have on their roster. And then the same thing for the Rams. Um, Cam Akers, Sonny Michelle, they got their work cut out for them. Like you said, bro, that Bengals defense is no slouch. Um, they they pretty much they they stuffed they've stuffed every running back. It seemed like this whole playoffs. I don't think no running back has had a good game against them this whole playoffs yet. I'm I might have to go back and double check on that, but I'm willing to bet. I'm willing to bet on that that I don't think a running back has had a if you want to consider a good game uh, against. That ding that Bengals defense, especially their front four and their front seven. Um, I don't remember Josh Jacobs having a pretty good game. Um, because that one was kind of a defensive slugfest for a minute. 
Uh, as you mentioned, Derrick Henry, he was coming back from injury since they tried to Tennessee tried to ride him so much. He didn't have a great game. The rest of the running backs didn't either. Um, don't remember much from the Chiefs running backs doing anything either. So uh, Cam Akers, Sonny Michelle got their work cut out for him too. And then obviously um, Tyler Higby and the rest of the tight ends too for the Rams. Um, you know, what can they do to make sure that they can kind of see if they can take the pressure off some of those receivers as far as with Van Jefferson and Odell Beckham and, and Cooper Cup if they are going to say that we're not going to let them beat us somebody else beat us what they gonna do so obviously those guys to me those matchups matter to me because uh the Bengals the linebacking core for the Bengals is definitely underrated too they don't get enough talk either um Jesse Bates out in the secondary um leading them to what they got to do um everybody got it out there besides Eli Apple he gets cooked but that's neither here nor there (laughs) I ain't gonna mess with him like that. I'm gonna leave him alone. But uh, why? Why you gotta go at that man like that? <laughs> you could have left him alone. Oh man, you could have right. left Eli alone. I'm hey, he he, he just, showed up he in just, the second half of that game, man. He showed up. He in the did. Second he half. did. He showed up he in did. the second half. But he I can't. I, I, I mean, I I can't agree. I mean, Bruh. it was it was rough. It was rough in that first half, boy. It, it was it was looking kind of ugly. Yeah, yeah. But he he kind of he made the plays though in the, in the second oh, half, no, and and he and you know even though I don't like the fact that he went on social media about it, but he did make that he did make that play there in the end of the first half to where when the Chiefs didn't take that field goal and they tried to you know do something at the end, and he made that tackle on on Tyreek Hill. I'm gonna give him his credit. I just, you know, Still but I'm gonna, but I'm gonna leave it at that. <laughs> but yeah, that 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 Bengals defense as a whole definitely is underrated. They definitely don't get enough talk as as they should for sure. So I think, um, you know, everybody got their work work cut out for them for sure to see how well that they gonna, you know, that they're gonna react. And then, um, this is not really like a matchup, I guess, per se against each other, but. Uh, you know, this is the first time in a long time, um, probably since, oh, I don't know. I can't even think when the last time where we had a Super Bowl to where, you know, it's both both quarterbacks, um, you know, first time and not that experience with, with this game in particular. You know, it's obviously oh, we've been seeing yeah. Brady in the Super Bowl, Mahomes, yeah. um, it's always been where one quarterback has kind of had the experience and the other one hasn't. Well, I guess you can. Well, I guess you can say F- Super Bowl Fifty Four because it was that was the Chiefs' first time get getting in there with Mahomes, and then I guess with Jimmy G. But even he's been he's been to a Super Bowl, but just not playing yeah. any. But this is the first time in a long time to where it's not well one quarterback has the experience and the other one doesn't as far as like this game. Um so just kind of wondering, like, the psyche of both of these guys. Because, of course, they're going to try to, you know, they're going to downplay it and say that, you know, it's just another game, which essentially it is. And I think, you know, both of them, um, they'll do okay. But there's got to be some type of feeling like, you know, I think it's a difference from uh, a state championship game, a, a college national championship, and then, like, the Super Bowl. I just feel like it's a it's a slight difference in those. I mean, it kind of all does feel the same essentially, but it's like, man, this one you you can't deny and say that this one ain't different. You know what I'm saying? So, just wondering, you know, like the psyche, like what happens if you know one of them makes a mistake early? You know, even like early in the game, well, if one of them makes a mistake, like how can they make sure that they stay level headed? You know, what I'm saying rebound from it, and uh. And go from there. So that's what I'm looking forward to in in those games, man. Um, far as like the fun side of it, you you taking any um you, you, you taking any prop bets? You doing anything? Any any parlays? Or you just you just gonna enjoy it as a fan? Nah, I'm a I'm gonna just enjoy it, man. We can't bet here in Ohio, so ah, that's tough. Yeah, so I'm just gonna Ohio. I'm, what are y'all doing? What y'all doing? Look, 
Look, it's all good. I'm not even going. We ain't going to get into all that. I'm just going to chill, man. I'm going to sit and watch. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to sit and watch. And I, I'll be watching the group. I'll be watching the group message and uh, watching y'all boys sweat and stuff like that. So. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm I'm, deba- I'm debating. I'm still I'm still fifty fifty. If I want to get into any any other props, any side bets or anything like that, I'm I'm really not sure. Um, cause I I don't I don't I really don't know. I really don't know how this game is gonna go, bro. I don't know if it can it can end up being a shootout. Cause it's possible the 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 people are there in place for it. Um, but it, it can be. It could be a defensive struggle. I mean, I yeah. I can see it. I can see it going either way. Um, I'm. I really. I'm not sure how it could really go, but I. But I could really see it going either way, whether it be a shootout or whether it be uh, whether it be a defensive struggle. Um, obviously, either way, I'm fine with it. I think long as it's if this is a good game, it's okay. Um, it's okay with me. Um, obviously, I know Sean McVay will want to put up way more than three points. Um, oh yeah. Than what he did back in Super Bowl Fifty Three, um, obviously. Um, so that's that's gonna be the fun part there for it. Um, which that's that's I think that's the beauty of this one for this Super Bowl compared to the last you know two or three. It's it's been kind of well even even back further than that, but it's been kind of more so like um, it's gonna be real and for me it's gonna be real enjoyable to watch just because. Uh, it's so much youth and excitement in it. Um, yeah. You know, it could be a, it could be a, a possibility that you know we could see one of one or two of these guys here for a long time to come. Um, even even with the coaches, you know, like I mean, they both young man. Zach Taylor, Sean McVay, none neither one of them forty yet, and you know we sitting here watching two young 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 coaches. Go at it here in the Super Bowl. Um, I just think that's just gonna be uh, a, a, a lot of fun for sure. Uh, what's some what's what's a couple more other things that you're looking forward to in this one too, bro? Um, I mean, obviously the quarterbacks, the two quarterbacks. I mean, that's the story, man. Really, really honing in and looking at what these quarterbacks can do. Um, I mean, it's funny. It, it, to me, it's, it's really, really funny. A lot of people that I've been talking to are are like, yeah, there's no way. There's no way Cincinnati is winning this game. There's no way they're winning this game. And I'm I'm just sitting there listening and looking, and I'm like, okay. Like, I mean, it sounds good, but they weren't supposed to beat Tennessee. I'm about to say, wait, 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 wait. People are really still saying that they still they saying that right now? They weren't, yeah. Oh, yeah, especially up here. Oh, yeah, they weren't supposed oh, to beat Tennessee. And, and they beat Tennessee, and they weren't supposed to beat the Chiefs, and they beat the Chiefs. And, you know, obviously it's the whole, you know, the Rams have the better team. The Rams have the better team. And I hear that. The roster, the names that are on the roster definitely make it seem like it's like, boy, this is is almost insurmountable. But the court, I mean, Joe Burrow is Joe Burrow is different. And I don't know if I don't know what else he has to do to kind of prove to people to where it's like he really doesn't get phased by too much. Obviously, he's going to be facing a different beast. Um, especially with Aaron Donald have already been to the Super Bowl and experienced what they, what he experienced. I know he's going to be on a whole different level. I know he's going to be. He it, it might get it might get crucial. <laughs> it might get crucial. Um, but it seems like it just does not phase Joe Burrow, man. Um, so I'm I'm just interested to see what the what what these quarterbacks do because we've seen from time to time again. I mean the Rams they. And Matt Stafford, they make the mistakes at the most inopportune times. 
And if you do that against this Cincinnati offense and against Joe Burrow, you give them extra possessions, you might play yourself out of the game because their offense can be so explosive. It, one, one play and it can be a touchdown. <laughs> it can be one play. It can be a one-play touchdown that quick. So I'm just, I'm just interested in the whole game, just the, the whole entirety of the game, the whole matchup. Because uh, I think a lot of people are downplaying the Bengals. Which is not the, the best thing to do at, the, no. at this point. I don't know why you would still be doing that. Because they can pretty, really legit win this game. Like, Super Bowl champions and Cincinnati Bengals can definitely be in the same sentence. This is oh, yeah. a legit team right now. and the, And it's just the fact that, honestly, like, they're – that old line is probably a year or two away from being better. So that's scary that the fact that they're there already now and that old line is terrible. Terrible. I'm <laughs> so just awful. just imagine imagine them getting just a halfway decent offensive line, bro. Just to, to pass protect. It's just psh, oh my goodness. It's gonna be crazy. Oh, it's yeah. gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy, man. But I mean obviously can't wait um for the game um man the commercials the uh the halftime show uh man star studded halftime show eminem dr dre kendrick lamar mary j blige uh i feel like i'm miss snoop dog yeah bro it's gonna be it's gonna be a it's gonna be a fun fun sunday bro i don't think i've i don't think i've been um this anxious and this uh anticipated for a super bowl in a minute, it's been a few years for me, you know, just because it's, it's like I said, fresh faces, new freight, new faces. Um, you can't tell me back in August of 21, you sit up here and said it's going to be the Rams and the Bengals in the Super Bowl. Definitely not. <laughs> and you anybody say that, they lying. They lying. They lying. So, man, really can't wait to see it. Can't wait to see what's going to happen. Um, we not going to do game picks tonight, y'all. We not going to do them tonight. It's, it's still a little early. And honestly, I don't even think we even got our minds made up. Yeah, I know it's Thursday. And y'all saying, how you don't know right now? Like, you should know by now. I, we don't know. So what we going to do for y'all is y'all make sure y'all follow uh, follow the Instagram, bro. Uh, EMS underscore podcast underscore. We going to hop on there. Probably about like 35, 30 minutes before kickoff or before the game starts. Give a quick another little rundown and we're going to give our game picks there. Y'all can chime in in the comments for sure and uh, make your picks in there as well. Pick scores um, and who may win Super Bowl MVP. Y'all can do all that. We'll, we'll probably go through all this. But we ain't going to do it tonight. We're going to do it on Sunday. So please, man, follow the Instagram. Get ready for the post for it. Get ready for the live um, to 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 jump off there. Man, and y'all just tune in and listen there. And we'll give y'all our game picks then. Uh, but right now, we're just going gonna, gonna to wrap it up with this. We're going to end the show. We're going to end the episode uh we just with that and we gonna you know roll credits like we always do man dupe you got any shout outs anything you want to say as we get ready to wrap it up oh man it's, uh, excuse my voice man i'm <laughs> i've been yelling and feel it, i feel it yeah so uh voice a little gone but there's always um there's praise to the most high man for all the blessings and everything um that is giving me um, continue to stay safe, continue to wear your mask and things of that nature, uh, you know, all that type of stuff to be, make sure that you stay healthy. And obviously, uh, we're into February, so happy Black History Month uh, and everything like that, you know, continue to, you know, uh, not just look up the 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 more common names, you know. Find some other names that you can you can look up and then uh, pay attention to and things like that. Learn about, but um, continue to strive for greatness. Continue to push yourself to 
to greater heights the things um, that you might not have ever thought you've been able to do um, push yourself uh, one of the things that we're talking about with our guys now is um, a lot is being comfortable um, get comfortable being uncomfortable so finding ways um, to push yourself outside of your comfort zone um, doing things that might not be in your comfort zone, but uh, you do them anyway because you know it's for the greater good. Uh, so continue to do those type of things. Find your find your purpose and things like that, and that's it. And same here. Um, appreciate you hopping on with me, bro. Uh, every time that we do an episode, I, I'm very appreciative of it. Um, just, just for you to, you know, to, you know, do this with me, uh, big shout out to the man upstairs. Of course, without him, none of this is possible. Uh, man, shout out to everybody that continues, um, to listen and to support the podcast. Um, whether you listen to it, um, through Google, Apple, Spotify, um, SoundCloud, <laughs> uh, and when you follow the Instagram, follow the Twitter, we appreciate it. Um, Man, keep keep liking and supporting, listening and subscribing. Um, spread the word out to everybody, uh, for sure. Um, continue to uh, like I said, continue to like and subscribe the podcast. Uh, follow the Twitter podcast underscore EMS. Uh, follow the Instagram EMS underscore podcast underscore. Uh, like I said, be on the lookout for this episode. It's gonna drop here pretty soon. Uh, get ready for the Instagram live on Super Bowl Sunday. That's where we'll make our picks and predictions. Uh, man, if nothing else, peace, love, and tranquility. Uh, oh, I'm tripping. I'm tripping. Love black women. Protect black women. Cherish black women. Happy Black History Month as it's still going on right now. You know what I'm saying? Uh, no means no. No means no. Side note, bro. I, side note real quick before we even wrap up since we time since we mentioned in love black women cherish black women protect black women um y'all some of y'all dudes bro need to get it together bro um i don't know if you saw i'm pretty sure you have but i've seen it bro you know there's this there's been this whole thing about with uh Women's basketball coach Sidney Carter, who's a former WNBA player, used to play for Texas A&M, is now an assistant coach there at Texas A&M, back at her alma mater. And it's grown-ass men out here making whole debates and think pieces on trying to figure out if what she wore to a basketball game as a coach was appropriate or not. Are you talking about wait, wait, wait? Are you talking about the pictures with some of the ladies she had, like, the white top and, like, the, the like pink pants or something like that on? Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. Sydney, Sydney uh, Carter. Sydney Carter. Sydney Car- Carter. Let me get her name right because I want to, yeah. you know, give her her respect. Sydney Carter, bro. A former player for Texas A&M was playing in the WNBA, and now she's just she's back at Texas A&M as an assistant coach. I'm not, I don't think she's the head coach. Um, but she's an assistant coach. Um, but she's a coach. Uh, she is a part of the staff. Um, yeah. And literally, like, bro, it's grown-ass men out here making think pieces and trying to figure out if it's appropriate or not of what she's wearing. First of all, she wore pink because it was the play for cake game that they that the women's the women's hoops have annually every season uh, for – former coach Kay Val, who coached at North Carolina State, which I think she – I'm not – I think she – she had breast cancer. I don't know if she's still alive or not. I have to double check on that. But that was that. Um, and, like, y'all really out here trying to make this a, a big deal. Bruh, she's wearing a shirt and some pants and heels. Like, she's dressed as a woman. What is the problem? So, dudes, are, so dudes saying they weren't appropriate because she wore – because the pants she wore, I'm – you know, I'm – Look, bro, I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. I'm uh, I'm uh, I'm gonna keep this short. I like, I've done, I really haven't been on social media for real. Like, if I'm on, like, especially during the day while I'm at work, 
The only thing I'll be on really is Twitter, and I'm on there for work purposes, and that's it. I don't get on until later on in the day. I saw a picture um, of Miss Carter. I saw a picture of her. Um, I didn't see any of the comments, anything like that. But if that's really what was going on, we 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 too bored. Like we way too bored. Like some dudes way too bored. They gotta figure something else out. You got to find a, a hobby or something, bro. Yeah, this is that's ridiculous. Like I'm, I don't feel like that's ridiculous. Um, that's it. I just had to say my piece on that because I just it just hit me as I'm as I'm talking about it, oh, saying no, my our normal spiel, saying my normal spiel, and I'm like, man, I can't believe dudes out here really doing this. Like yeah. really, oh, but. Yeah, man. Love black women, cherish black women, protect black women. No means no. Yeah. Once again, no means no. Even when she is dressed appropriate or whatever you deemed or trying to deem as appropriate or inappropriate. Whatever. No means no at the end of the day. But anyway, man, yeah. Y'all continue to support this the podcast, man. Uh, we really appreciate it. Um, until next time, which will be very soon. Uh if if it's in the Lord's will, it will be very soon. Uh, peace, love, and tranquility, man. This has been another episode of the Easy Money Sports Podcast. Peace.